Absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work. I know I'm being banged up by the Republicans, but come bring it on. Minnesota, Texas, to, to help however they can. And New York sent not only a congressman, one of the most congresswomen in the Congress, but a state troopers and emergency responders. The Inflation Reduction Act takes the most aggressive action to confront our climate crisis ever, in all of human history, ever. I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time. Uh, both for business and pleasure, since you're part of the Third Circuit Court. It is October 4th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. All you have to do is go to the All My Links, it's in the description, and you will be able to find all of his socials. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Hello, Stu. Hello, world. Hello, Rob is right, fans. Stu, if you were on your phone, you're scrolling through Instagram, and suddenly you see uh, Kim Kard Kardashian and her big ass, and she says, hey, guys. Have you, are y'all into crypto? And then she says, this is what my friends tell me about Ethereum Max. Would you jump on there and go, God damn, Kim Kardashian is all into this Ethereum Max. I think I'll buy a bunch of it. I probably would not listen to her. <laughs> Apparently some people do still, which I find that remarkable anyway. She got paid 250000 bucks for her stupid-ass post, and now the SEC is suing her for a million bucks because you're supposed to disclose things like that, Stu. Anyway, Stu, lots of little things going on today. I don't have big news like you do, Stu. Y'all stay tuned because Stu has big news. But as you know, Kamala Word Salad Harris said that um, the hurricane relief was going to be based on uh, equity and uh, they're going to prioritize people of color. So if you're in the middle of Florida and you're black and nothing happened to your property, um, then you get money. And then if your house got blown down by the wind or by the tsunami forces, then tough, you're, out, you're shit out of luck. I know we are all thinking about the families in Florida, in Puerto Rico, with Fiona, um, in, in, and what we need to do to help them in terms of an immediate response and aid, but also what we need to do to help restore communities and build communities back up in a way that they can be resilient, not to mention adapt to these extreme weather conditions, which are part of the future. Um, on the point that you made about disparities, you know, when I was back when I was District Attorney of San Francisco. I was elected in 2003. I started one of the first environmental justice units of any DA's office in the country focused on this issue. And in particular on the disparities as you have described rightly, which is that 
It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by issues that are not of their own making. And so Women. we, absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work. Stu, we all, we've talked about Cash Patel before. You know, he's one of um, President Trump's lawyers. And he says that whistleblowers are now are coming forth and they are um, divulging information about the sexual es escapades, um, perversion, um, uh, sexual complicity issues coming out of the, se the seventh floor of the FBI. I'll conclude on the whistleblower stuff, but we'll stay on it. And um, I think it's going to be, you know, just an explosive topic. I don't think you've seen any real damaging information yet. And that's scary, right? Because to me, this is very damaging. But when you put it in perspective, you're going to see so much worse information. One of the other whistleblowers that came forward who was on Dan, Dan Bongino's show is that he literally said, wait till you see the acts of sexual complicity that the seventh floor at the FBI was engaging during this entire time. And I was the guy that exposed, you know, the Lisa Page, Peter Schrock thing, because I know how that organization at that level with the politi political operatives work. So there's a lot more coming. Now, we all know the FBI has been co corrupted and is totally a, a partisan entity that is owned by the Democratic Party. And still, this isn't surprising whenever you have absolute power, especially in a police state situation where you can arrest folks, throw them in jail, even kill them, then that power goes to your head and sex is always at the top of this type of stuff. Look at it throughout history, Stan. I think that's going to be really interesting what we hear. And whistleblowers have also stated that if you in, if you were an FBI agent in 2020 and you kneeled uh, in front of Black Lives Matter, then you those people are the people who are getting promotions. Those didn't are being penalized for not doing it. And still, we all know that this um, this weaponization of the FBI started under Barack Obama. The guy was is a Saul Alinsky devotee. It's all there. This is what they do. They take over government with their fellow travelers and they turn it into a leftist police state. That should surprise no one. Stu, did you know uh, more people have died in the Indonesia soccer riot than in, in all the devastation of Hurricane Ian? Now, Stu, I think this is, is interesting and I might write an article on this, but okay, 70, 80 people have died. Uh, it's tragic, but um, a lot of times in these natural disasters things, if you have a heart, if you have a heart attack, and you were probably going to have that heart attack anyway, they still count that as a hurricane death. Well, so what this shows is mankind's domain over nature, in in how if we let man be a steward of nature instead of living in the Green New Deal pagan earth worshiping 
uh, chanting at the moon world the left wants to see, we control nature and we are a steward of nature. Look at hurricanes in the past. Look at hurricanes beginning of the century. Thousands would die in one blast in hurricanes that were nowhere near as strong um, as this one. Yes, Stu. When just for reference, you know, we still don't have a full tally, but in Louisiana, when Hurricane Katrina came through, there were about a thousand people in all of Louisiana that died as a result of the hurricane. And I would say maybe these are comparable in terms of the amount of destruction they have both done to respectively Louisiana and, you know, the coast of Florida. Right. And we had uh, we've had hurricanes in Galveston, Texas, that wiped out thousands. We had them in Rhode Island that wiped out uh, thousands in the in the 30s. Let's not forget about the rain in Hurricane Camille in Virginia in 68. We go on and on and on. But as we become more productive and richer and we have the resources to protect ourselves because we are a capitalist entity and we protect property rights and we get out of the way of the private sector we win over nature and they want to return us to a pagan world where we uh we all get washed up Stu. so what happened to the supreme court investigation the dobbs v jackson leak now how many days has that been what does that show you Stu? it shows you one that the uh, supreme court and and uh maybe judge roberts in particular is a pussy which he is but um, there's a reason they haven't gotten to the bottom of this. They know who did this. Uh, but maybe they're afraid to let it known that a Democratic adversary was in the court. It will hurt the reputation of the court. We can't do that. Stu, something ain't right. Melissa Fleming, she is... Anytime you have a name, a title like this, Stu, you are a no-good hack, Okay. But if you're the United States Undersecretary for Communications, that means you have a worthless job, okay? It means you've never done shit in your life. But uh, she was speaking at a World Economic Forum Council confab, or as my old boss Joe Statinius would say, rat fuck. Uh, And um, she said... You know, we partnered with Google, for example. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world you know, should know it. And, and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's a huge, huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. The United Nations is in collaboration with big tech to suppress information. Uh, outright says it. Um, and she says, we own the science. Okay. And she talked about how a year ago or so they did the, the Google search on climate change and some articles came up that, that weren't 100% in sync with the world's going to end in two years and how we have to like turn the country into a socialist uh, uh, 
a, a country and do away with our cars and walk around naked in the wood and eat berries. So she said that was horrible. So now they've gotten Google and all the big tech um, to suppress any contrary information, any independent thought at all, Stu. Um, um, so science is what the World Economic Foundation and big tech says it is, Stu. Scary. That's what I got, Stu. Building off of that, Chris Rufo, who is a conservative activist who focuses a lot on um, CRT, you know, he revealed today um, two separate stories, uh, the first of which is that the American Medical Association is asking big tech and the Department of Justice to censor, deplatform, investigate, and prosecute journalists who question the orthodoxy of radical gender surgeries for minors, arguing that public criticism is disinformation. Uh, we've heard that word time and time again now. And, you know, uh, the fact that the Children's Hospital Association, you know, wants to weaponize the FBI to prosecute these journalists, I think is very scary. And, you know, we covered last week with Vanderbilt that these gender surgeries and the lifelong care that people will need in the sense of they're going to have to keep going back to the doctor, making sure their hormone levels stay the same. Uh, you know, as they get older, their hormone levels will change. Though, and so though it's a never-ending thing, but it will keep them on the payroll. Keep revenue coming in. Yeah, yeah. And so the fact that you have these organizations wanting to weaponize the FBI and the DOJ against anyone who's critical journalists at that, you know, I think is a very troubling thing. But it kind of goes back to this whole notion of we own the science and the science is whatever pays. So yes. big pharma uh, and has its hand in all these pots. But Steve, what's wrong with um, with open and honest debate? I will debate anybody on any issues, Stu. Look, I'll put my left hand behind my back. I'll cover my eyes and I will still kick your ass. OK, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's argue. Let's have let's discuss the issues. Yeah. They don't want to do that, Stu. Gee, I wonder why. And so um, on top of all these crazy things happening today, it appeared that Russians nuclear military train was seen on the move today, uh, which was perceived as a you know, warning to the West that Putin is willing to escalate the war. Uh, whether or not this is propaganda, you know, I am not entirely sure. But what is disheartening here, the former CIA director, Petraeus, and he's also a retired army general, he said that if Putin used a nuclear weapon in Ukraine, that Russia would that Russia would suffer massive consequences, clearly, but that the U.S. would then invade and do a counter-invasion in Ukraine and take out all the Russian troops there, and we would see how far they would went past that. But it's just, uh, for him just to get on TV and say something like that is, I don't think, very good. I think and it's reckless, Stu. Uh, you know, he wore stars on his collar. Um, uh, he can maybe opine, but when he speaks with authority and says the U.S. will do this, then the Soviets, I mean, the Russians could very easily see that he's an agent of the state. Yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah, former CIA and Army general. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. You know, Stu, there, 
are some interesting developments going on in that uh, the Ukraine offensive is still going on, and they are now in northern Donetsk and eastern uh, Luhansk, the um, puppet Soviet republics. Um, and they say that the uh, Russian army is in disarray, and they, what they've done is they're putting Moblix into the field. And a Moblik is kind of like um, you were in the army when you were 22. Now you're 50 and you're 70 pounds overweight and you, and you chain smoke and you haven't picked up a gun in, in 30 years. The Russians are putting these people on the front, which shows you they have a manpower problem. Still. And uh, things are getting interesting. But as things get perhaps more dire for Putin, Obviously, he's going to become more irascible and more likely to do something that is dangerous, kind of like a cornered bobcat. And, you know, someone who's speaking some sense right now is Elon Musk. Elon Musk tweeted out today, uh, Ukraine-Russia peace, redo the elections of the annexed regions under UN supervision. Russia leaves if that is the will of the people. Uh, Crimea, formerly part of Russia as it had been since 1783 until Khrushchev's mistake. Uh, water supply to Crimea, excuse me, water supply to Crimea assured, and Ukraine remains neutral. And he just wanted to know if people thought yes or no to this. And he followed this up with this is likely to be the outcome in the end, just a question of how many people have to die before then. So I would like to be the richest man in the world and be able to throw things like that on Twitter and have everybody go, mm, damn, that Rob Smith, he, he deserves a Nobel Prize. There are advantages to being super rich, Stu. I think I'm going to try to be that way. And so, of course, Zelensky had to get involved. And even though Elon Musk made sure that Starlink was over Ukraine, so they never lost Internet, you know, he says... Which Elon Musk do you like more? One who supports Ukraine or one who supports Russia? And he's taken a, his cue from the Democratic Party that ghost, um, what do you call it? Um, gaslights everybody. Yeah. And so stupid. Uh, people who are stupid like that still bother me. So what the Elon that supports Russia has around 16% right now, but it, it was a really just kind of catty move. And then, you know, last week we talked about how uh, Kirsten Cinema wanted to, you know, have executive appointees have to have 60 votes from a senator. And I thought that would be good for bipartisanship, you know, and kind of building on this, you know, uh, Senator Susan Collins from Maine, who is a Republican in name only, says she wouldn't be surprised if a lawmaker is killed amid rising threats. And, you know, just worried about, you know, one someone getting some crazy person killing someone. And I think that's a legitimate uh, concern to have and that there has been an erosion of any boundaries that enables political violence. And we certainly saw that against the Supreme Court uh, members. So um, so even though <laughs> she's probably one of the worst Republican senators, I, just, I did want to give her uh, her due for at least, you know, being very honest about that. And I think that's something that could impact almost any senator at this point because i think the the pot is constantly being stirred it's but part of the solinsky barack obama game plans to division they yeah want to i want to hug everybody Stu. that's that's my nature 
But that's all I got for today. All right, Stu, go get them. Okay, have fun hugging people. (laughs) See ya. Does someone need a hug? I just wanted a hug!